What is up? I'm your host, Gabby, and welcome to the Shit My Roommate Says podcast. Come vibe with my guests and I as we share our stories and open up about the taboo topics that roam around in most people's minds. All right, welcome back to the Shit My Roommate Says podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, and today we have with us the most fabulous woman I have met to date and had been able to work with as well. Let's give it up for Star, people. Hello there, ma'am. Hello. So you work, you can understand with me when I say let's give it up. You hear that fake applause for you, right? That was literally like in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I can feel it. I'm like, that's why I'm like, you know what? I know I'm talking to millions out there. Yeah. It's a mindset. Manifest, baby. Manifest. Exactly. Manifest it. It, Speak it into existence. That's right. We're claiming it. Well, welcome to the show, ma'am. I know it is your first time here with me, and I am so happy to have you, especially for our topic today. And I know you are an avid loyal listener of mine and supporter. So, you know, we like to start it off with introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about you and then how we met. So feel free to take it away, ma'am. Well, hello, guys. My name is Star. Um, I met the lovely hostess, Gabby, back in 2018. She gave me my first job after the military. (laughs) Get it, boo. Get it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Which didn't Like, it was that hard well I think I give it to you on the spot you did you did <laughs> nailed the interview so guys if you want some interview tips holla at your girl <laughs> <laughs> just kidding don't do that but yeah I, I knew in that interview we I remember because um there was just like a beer festival or something that had just happened yep. and you went and we were talking about it because I wanted to go but I don't know why I either got the dates wrong or something happened I couldn't go and I was like, okay, we're talking about beer in the interview. I like it. Like, this is my chick. We, I can vibe for her. You know, let's do this. We, exactly. And that's exactly what the podcast is about, dude. We vibed. We yeah. vibed on a level where I was like, I feel like I've known this girl my whole life here. I was like, I just, this is an interview. I don't even know this stranger. I like her fucking hair. Does she really think she's going to get hired with gray hair? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, what's shown us? Right. Look, Carrie like, will take it, you know, the civilian world. Come on. Mm. Huh. You got to have some fun with it. I try. I have had my fair share of having fun with my hair. I had green hair. I love it. Yeah, I have. But it was because um, of like a chemical reaction because I didn't realize I was pregnant at the time. And we were trying to bleach it to have black with like blue. Yeah. And the blue kept turning green. Yeah. And a week later I found out I was pregnant and my, my best friend, uh, you know, OGM, she mm-hmm. was like, well, that's probably what it was. You know, you were, <laughs> you were pro- the, the hormones, you know, that is something. And I was like, you gotta love hormones. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. <laughs> and since we met, you know, you two, you have also added a roommate to your house. I have my little baby girl. Oh, she is so beautiful. Let's let's hear a little bit about the diva. Thank you. Um, she is exactly that. 
She is. She might look like her daddy, but she acts like her mama. Okay. If she's related to you at all, there is definite diva moments in there. <laughs> she has seriously. She is uh, manifesting as we speak. It really is. It doesn't take much. She just turned six months, so her personality is developing. You know, she's coming more into herself and what she is going to be and how she's going to act and she's at the point where she knows that she does her little eh, eh. <laughs> she's gonna get whatever it is she's in for so that's wow. fun like it's fun I, I just laugh I'm just like oh here we go bad Let's girl go. jewelry to the tea dude yeah she Let's has chef, I always do this to chef because it is, it's, it's, it's true. I, I do the little wrapping around the finger motion. Oh yeah. I'm like, she has you wrapped around the finger, dude. Cause all it is, it's like, <laughs> and she's yeah. just like, what, my love, my baby. I'm like, yeah. You don't play yeah. too much. <laughs> See, I thought because, you know, um, my husband Chuck wanted a girl, right? So I thought because that's what he wanted she was gonna have him wrapped around her finger and she does but when i tell you she has me wrapped around her finger i didn't see that coming because you know i'm so just like hardcore and just so same. like love same um putty same. in her hands man but i'm also the first person when she when he puts her in the room because she's done something or she's you know acted out and she's in there for a quick timeout. I'm also the first person to try and go console her mm -hmm. as much as I'm trying to be like a bad bitch. Like, <laughs> nah, my baby, I'm a mama cub. Like <laughs> my baby is crying. Yes. You know, and he tells me, he's like, you're too soft. And I'm like, I'm a mom. I'm not soft. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Like, I, I will fight you right now, <laughs> but my baby's crying. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. Be right back. I am hers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where anytime he does have to, you know, crack out the whole drill, um, yeah. <laughs> it's always, it's always then like, mama, mama, daddy mean to me, mama. And I'm like, come here, my love. <laughs> I don't know what, what is going to happen in this household when that phase comes, because we, we all, we said in the past, you know, I'm bad cop. He's good cop because we thought, you know, he was going to be the little softy and I would still be that hardcore laying down the rules. But as it stands right now, it's just kind of like, am I going to, am I going to be able to do that? I don't it know. takes, it does take a team. And yeah. I think, you know, we, we feel that way, you know, like there should be a good cop and a bad cop because that's how we grew up, you know, like there was with that mindset of a good cop and a bad cop but as him where's my mascot where's my <laughs> try to keep her at bay <laughs> you know um but it's it's like i was telling him i lost my train of thought because my mascot came in and i got so a excited. good cop and the bad cop how we yes right. okay thank you thank you <laughs> that's what i know you see you still got me boo i got you, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I tell him though, like we, we do have those moments where it's like, no, like we, we crutch off each other in a way, like we parent off of each other with that anchor. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, Hey, your dad already told you to do this. Hey, mom, did you listen to mama? Mama said to clean your room. And yeah. I feel like we, we evolved from that, like good cop, bad cops to tag team. 
Yeah. So it's like, you know what? I can't handle it anymore. I'm out. Tag, you're in. <laughs> you know, and oh my God, it has made, <sighs> it has made such a difference, man. I And she knows because she tries to, bad girl jewelry will try and do things. And I'm like, girl. I'm just looking at her. I'm like, are you really? You need to cut it. <laughs> and like, and her thing is, is like, I'm trying to get her, like I've instilled the fear with my eyes, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to incorporate fingers. So she senses that urgency Oh yeah. and I'll go, you have to the count of three and I'll go one. And you know, my eyes. And I'm like, two. And she goes, three. <laughs> I'm like, I want to laugh. I want to <laughs> laugh, but I'm like, that's how we're gonna go and then I'm like "Mm." yeah but I want to laugh and so I'm like at the same time I'm like no respect the struggle (laughs) the The struggle struggle. struggle. and it's a girl those are girls we are we are moms of girls yeah we are you know God bless us help we're real (laughs) S-O-S I did so so y'all, so Chuck wanted a girl. Did you want a girl or did you want I a boy? Wanted, I wanted a boy first. I, I wanted did. a boy. Agreed. Yeah. This is why I know it was great to have you on today. I just agree. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I wanted a boy. And when I found out Jilly was a girl, I was, I cried. It took Olive Garden me to console me. Too. Me <laughs> too. Literally. And I feel so bad. Like at this point, saying that out loud like you know that I cry because absolutely I'm in love with her but when I got I got I found out on a phone call they called me and told me the results of the the test or whatever the nippet test is what we did and when she said that you're having a girl and hung up Gabby when I tell you I knew it was a 50 50 chance you know boy girl I felt like she said you're having an alien like no lie, I got off the phone and I just started crying. I was like, what? Like, as if it wasn't a possibility. Like, as if it wasn't a 50-50 chance. Like, in my heart, I knew I was having a boy and she just told me I was having an alien, you know? It was it, it because you've always felt closer to having, like, that guy mindset, not necessarily masculinity, but you've always just sided more so just being more tough than that sensitive see okay that was my thing Mm -hmm. and when I got that I I was there so we so that was how I kind of did my little small gender reveal was I had a few close friends and then I was wanting to take the pictures because my mom was in the hospital I wanted to take the pictures to my mom so that way she'd be able to kind of experience it Mm -hmm. um and when we were there I just remember it was like, oh, well, there's three lines, which signifies like a hamburger, which means it's a girl. And I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like cried. And it wasn't because like I was sad that I wasn't getting my dream of my boy. It was like, I'm barely understanding myself and I'm 25, 26 years old. I need to understand another female. I'm going to birth a female. Like, I will say this any given time of the day, women are stronger than men. Oh, 100,000%. For sure. And to know that I am going to push a baby out of me that I am going to raise to not necessarily be exactly like me. You know, I want her to be her own person, but 
nonetheless, I am pushing out a clone of me. Yeah. You know, like I, this girl was given all of my DNA, which means like, you, you have me. Mm-hmm. I'm complicated. I am high maintenance. I'm oh. fucking <laughs> selfish. I'm greedy sometimes. Like, you know, like, I mean, I'm honest about it, but yeah. I'm going to have to raise another one yes. of me. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Like, I, I was scared. I was scared. Same, same. I was just thinking, like, I remember being in the shower and just like all of these thoughts going through my head. And I was just like, you know, my relationship with my mom is so trash you know there's so many unresolved conversations that need to be have you know pain trauma from just that experience and I was like now I'm about to have my own daughter and it was just it was very just one of those things where I was like you know why there's (laughs) there there's a lot of childhood memories I held I hold on to and you know some good some bad same as you my mom's relationship and I hasn't always been the best. She has always been my village with, with bad girl jewelry, but mm-hmm. to us together, I mean, now as I've become an adult, like mm, it's, it's rocky sometimes, you know, yeah. it is icy. Yeah. And I understand that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the thing that got me with it was that I knew and it, and it, because it comes down to the mindset. I was always given that energy of girls are tough to handle girls are a lot you know like even growing up even me growing up like when i got my period for the first time you know like you know viewers jump off if you're scared of periods but (laughs) when i got my period for the first time my dad's mindset was like oh i gotta be more protective that's what he told my Mm stepmom you know like i gotta be more protective you know it's the mindset. It's like you're, it's the energy somebody gives off. Like, man, you gotta, you gotta do so much more with a girl. Yeah. And I guess I allowed myself to believe it, you know? And, but now as I've been able to build my relationship with her, as she's just turned three, mm-hmm. I love my daughter. Yes. Like, I'm just like, how I recorded an episode recently and it's like, how did I say it? I, I would be her human shield Yeah. in any case, if she ever needed it, like even if like a kid was bullying her at the playground, like buck up kid, like I'm gonna fuck you up right now. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know, like For real. I, I am there as her everything. Like, yeah. so I adapted my own energy with it. And I will admit, like, I, I feel like I was prepared wrong. Yeah. Because I, I was not, I was equipped to handle a boy because I know how to be tough mm-hmm. and I know how to set a boy up to be tough. Yeah. Still have feelings, but be tough. Mm-hmm. And now I have to raise a, a girl, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it, I'm glad, I'm glad I had a girl at the end of the day. I, I would never change her. Same. If you see her, she's my firecracker. I call her my monster because she's probably one to every, <laughs> every moment of her day. I'm like, if I'm just going to call it out, let's just, she's my monster. Yeah. You know? But it was nice. It was refreshing. And I love the energy that I've been able to show and have with her. 
Yeah. Because it makes for a happy mindset, you know? It sure does. It really does. And you're cultivating that life for her. And when she grows up and has her own children and she, and she, and maybe she has a girl, she won't have a breakdown like we did. (laughs) Like we did. She won't need Olive Garden. (laughs) Yeah. She won't have a breakdown because she's not going to have any negative stigmas around it. And that is so important. Like, this is my little mini Bessie. Like, thank you and that's I'm so exactly glad what that she happened. is like we have moments now where she's just like mama don't leave like she yeah. just wants to cuddle and love on me all the time like yeah. even though she is a daddy's girl she is for sure a million percent mine yeah. like she, she if if chef tries to even like my mama she's like no my mama mm-hmm. and she'll fight you yeah. She will. She will punch you. Yeah. Don't play about her mama. <laughs> not about her mama. And I love that. And and you know, I there's no better way to start off this topic. Yeah. I brought you in today because you taught me something. Mm-hmm. And as short of our time was together you helped me become so intuitive with reading energies and vibes. And Mm -hmm. that is exactly what our topic is today. I, I could not have chosen a better person for this. Mm -hmm. I mean, how long would you say we worked together? What, like six, eight months, maybe, maybe six, seven. Yeah. I was going to say like, I know it wasn't a year, but like, no, I was like less than nine for sure. I was there for Halloween. I remember that. So yes. Okay. And then, you know, within that time, like we said before, we, we vibed on your interview. Yeah. Like I, I offered you your job on the spot because the chemistry, the energy that you exuded was just so like, I knew on my most stressful days in that office that you were going to give me this energy. Like you got this, <laughs> we're going to do this today. You might be stressed, but you got me and I'm going to help you not be that much stressed. Yeah. I did that. Right. You did every day, every day. And you know, you saw my great days. You saw my bad days where people would just yell at me on the phone and I had to be so calm with it, yeah. you know, and you're just like, I don't know how you do it. Sometimes I'm like, I think I can never do (laughs) alcohol. (laughs) Strong liquor. That was your strong suit. (laughs) That's why I got paid what I got paid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But we, you taught me so much. I, and you know, it was. I I'm fond of it to this day because it's something I take with me everywhere I've gone now, but our talk where we, I kind of feel like we both just had to kind of swallow that pride and just understand that we were both at each other's level. And I felt like there was that disconnect at first, but I felt that we were able to read each other so well and understand, like we came from a a place of like healing at that moment, you know? I love that about us. I, I, I don't, like I said, I don't think I could have chosen somebody more adequate for this topic. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's so sweet. But I mean, I feel like to be able to have a moment like that is very necessary. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately pride and ego gets in the way 
of so many other people, you know, you even being able to have that conversation with someone else, not maybe on your behalf, on their behalf, just because we can't get out of our own way sometimes, or, or we live on such a defensive, we're, we're always on the defense. So anytime someone comes and has anything to say that we may not enjoy hearing or be prepared to hear or may feel like we're getting sideswiped or whatever we're so quick to react instead of just listening to what is being said and and you know sensing okay is there any truth to this where is this coming from and going from there and having you know an adult conversation that can be healing or just very necessary on both sides the, we need more of that we need more of those moments and we need the ability we need the tools and the skill set to be able to have those conversations no matter how uncomfortable they are <laughs> i love it i was just like hey girl <laughs> and, you know, and for the viewers for those for the list for those listening um a little bit of the backstory was like we were kind of put in a situation where we were great with each other but i do feel like outside parties were putting us against against each other. Mm -hmm. I, I felt that. I felt outside energies kind of sensed that we worked well and caused strife, unnecessary strife. Yeah. Like that was where I felt with it because I was like, once you and I were able to talk, like, and my thing is, is like, I'm such a non-confrontational person. I think that's what took me so long to talk to you. I'm the same way though. I because am. I knew I could feel that tension with you and I, and again, it's reading the energy of a room. Yeah. I'm like, you have two strong queens in here. <laughs> I was like, and we cannot talk. We can't break bread right now yeah. without there being that animosity. I was like, I hate this. This is not how I am. This is not, you know, the type of woman I am. I was like, this is not the type of boss because at the end of the day, I was one of your bosses. Yeah. You know, I was like, this isn't the type of boss I am. This isn't me at all. I was yeah. like, somebody, I, I know it sounds silly to say, but someone is slandering my energy, mm -hmm. you know, like somebody is creating this fake aroma, you know, of this fake existence yeah. into, into this fake neg, this fake energy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And when I talked to you, I was like, oh, like it was, it was like a gulp of vinegar because <laughs> I was just like, I didn't do anything to you, but I know this talk needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And once we happened, it was just like fucking sun came shining through, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, there's always going to be so many different variables in any sort of a situation and like like you said like i'm the same way i'm non-confrontational you know i i it's not something that i'm proud of but i can be very passive aggressive same I feel like i honestly feel like majority women are like this uh, there's like you know your scale and you're either i feel like for most women we're either very passive aggressive because we try to be very non-confrontational you have your few that are confrontational but that's not majority or you know, on the other end of that are the very like more timid women who really would not even show any aggression. And so when you're passive aggressive, you're hashtag petty, right? Like you're still being petty. Like, like, <laughs> like, I am, I am so petty. 
And I yeah. know chef, a chef would agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It doesn't happen. So, Try a bitch. Okay. It is what it yeah. is. <laughs> and so like, you know, without even trying, like if they're, I'm the type of person where it's like, you know, I know in my, one of my old jobs, um, there was me and this girl and we were in a customer base um, field and they would call her voice and me face because I cannot hide my thoughts. I think you probably, you actually did used to say that to me a couple of times when people would come in and I'd have to talk to someone and I'd just be like, <laughs> like my face explains but my emotions. I feel that's why we got along so well was because I was the same way. Like yeah. you, okay. So you, you, you saw final boss, but you knew pre-boss. Yeah. And pre-boss would make a joke about my face. She's like, I'm going to put your face on a t-shirt. So that way you can see the face you make every time you hear something you don't like to hear. And I was just like, I know that's a bitch move of you. And I remember that face though. I know the face. <laughs> I don't give a fuck though. Like I'm not saying anything to you, am I? But you won't see it on my face exactly that's how I am like I wear my thoughts and my emotions on this face it gives me away I don't even mean to it's but that just... is where I've prided myself and sometimes you know it doesn't work in my favor I've always been an honest person yeah. because I'm not gonna straight up lie to you because you're gonna see it on my face <laughs> exactly. like I can't I can't lie in that aspect of like you gonna see it on my face Mm, it's gonna come out regardless. Mm -hmm. And if I've ever felt a way about something, I need to talk about it. Hence, yeah. I talk to you. Yeah. You know, I still think that was one of the hardest talks I've ever had. Wow. With, because you and I are so matched. Yeah. So just but to, I, I like to think that in any relationship of mine, we were strained you know, though. Yes, but I like to think that like on someone else's perception of me is that like I try to stress communication being such like an important topic for me that sometimes I have difficulty communicating with others because I don't feel like they are capable of having a level-headed non-emotional conversation yeah. and that we can just sit here and talk about things that are factual and opinion-based and actually get to a solution. So sometimes, you know, I end up prolonging a conversation that I really want to have with someone just for fear of how it's going to go wrong. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's normal for most people that know like, okay, I need to have this conversation and I'm dreading this conversation because we are non-confrontational. Yes. But I like to think that people know, okay, I can come to her and talk to her about whatever because I I know how she values communication, you know? And that's why like when we have a conversation, like it's able to go how it needs to go because yep. you know me and you know what I value. Like we can, we can sit here and talk about whatever we need to talk about. Let's do it. Like, let's go. Exactly. Because I'm always, I'm ready for it. Like I'm here for it. I, I saw, I saw your moments where <laughs> if you felt strongly about something, you read that room and you just, <sighs> Is it weird to say like I admire, like I took I took that little snip clip of you, and I've like embedded it into like mm -hmm. myself because I was like I want that like yeah your energy that you s surpassed at that moment I was just like nah dude like <laughs> you felt like people were trying to come in on you 
and you just like stood your ground, anchored yourself and was like, this is where I'm at. Yeah. This is how Especially I'm here. <laughs> like... Yes. And <laughs> I don't think I have ever seen it done so classy. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I was sitting right next to you. And I'm sure you remember the conversation ish or yeah. setting. And yeah. I just was like, in my head, I was like, this bitch did not. <laughs> I was like, mm, oh yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah. I, it was the energy. It was the, how do I say it? How, what is the word? You are queen bay. <laughs> like she is a vibe, you know, she is a, yeah. She is a, I listen to you, but I'm a, <laughs> oh, I just, oh, that, that's how you feel. This is, this is, I understand that's how you feel. This is how it is though. Yeah. You know, you, but you did it with such eloquence. Yeah. I, you know, I'm the type of person to sit back initially, like when I'm in a new surrounding or meeting new people, or if I'm with, you know, people I know, and there's new people around, anytime I'm around someone new. Like I'm just the type of person to sit back and observe the company I'm I'm with and see the type of people that they are. Um, because when you're quiet, you can tell a lot about the people in the room with you, right? And so you kind of, like it gives me, I don't want to say an advantage, but it does kind of give me an advantage to know how I need to handle myself in any situation because of the personalities that are in the room with me. Exactly. Um, you and are, so, yeah. you're a strong personality, not necessarily in the aspect of that you're loud and obnoxious, but you're a strong personality when it comes to the deep part of friendship. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to be here for your drunken kegers. I want to be here when you're having a mommy meltdown. I want to mm -hmm. be here when you need a rant session, you yeah. know, you, you, you have a maturity within mm -hmm within your, I say soul, but it's your, your aura. Yeah. Yeah. I've been known to be called an old soul, you know, what can I say? <laughs> this is why I know that you and I are meant to just be friends, you know, forever and ever, because I say that I, I get told the same thing. Yeah. So when you're at a, when you're out and about, like, what is your first thing you do with people? Like, do you, so you say you're quiet, mm -hmm. like, what do you read about people? Like, what is, what are the things you look for? What is your flags? Well, I mean, anytime you're in an environment, right, you always want to notice, like, the, there's always different personalities. So for one, I just want to say, like, I feel like as humans, probably since the beginning of time, but even more so in the world that we have created for ourselves, like there's a million masks that each of us wear and we put a different mask on wherever we're going. Um, and that's the character that we play. That's how I like to say, it. that's the character that we play. I myself as a, a Pisces for one, you know, <laughs> a Pisces. A true Pisces. A true Pisces. My mother then, is a Pisces and trust me, y'all both live up to it. 
<laughs> gladly happily so proud to be a Pisces you know we are the best but like you know and then just me being who I am period like I'm I have I'm an actress like I'm an actress in life there's so like so many of my friends will have a different side of me you know like I'm not just one person like I am constantly adapting and changing and, and multi-dimensional yeah and even in just my own life I'm always grown right so I say that to say when you're in a room you might be you know me you and x y and z but we're only seeing what they want us to see so it's your duty to take note of what they're showing you because it is truly a part of them you're always I feel like you're always going to have someone who's an attention seeker you're always going to have someone who's a little more shy, a little more quiet, be it that they're observing like me or that they're really just a, you know, a more shy, laid back type of person. And then you're going to always have someone that's kind of like in the middle. They're, they're really easy going, easy to get along with. Right. So when you walk into a new environment, you can always, depending on how in tune you try to be to, to situations around you, you can really get a good sense of, of the environment that you're in, whether it's, you know, toxic or negative or the vibe of if, if you're at a club or a library, like those are obvious, you know, atmosphere and, and vibe type things, right? But when you're around a bunch of people, whether you're at like a little house party for someone um, or you're throwing your own little house party and people bring people that you don't know and you're sensing people for the first time, it's just like, take a moment sit back and observe the company that you're with, right? And just get a feel for them and, and watch how they interact with you, watch how they interact with others. And ask yourself, is, is this someone that you want to get to know, that you want to even, you know, take the time to communicate with? I feel like we tend to force ourselves into relationships that don't serve us. And- same. You you look down the road and you're just like, why why am I hanging out with this person? Why am I dating this person? Why am I talking to this person, right? Like, this might have just felt like something I had to do in the moment. Or you're just being really friendly. I'm very good at being casually friendly and that's about it. I have no desire to go any further than that, right? Because you have to be aware. Like, you're responsible for the energy that you send off into the world and the energy that you allow around you. Um, like that's your duty. You can't blame anyone else for the type of environment that you cultivate because that is all, that's all you. And so sometimes I know like the way I say what I'm about to say can come off to other people as very just, I don't know, not right, but the right people will hear me and they will understand when I say, this is your world your world. This is my world. We all are living in our own worlds in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So the air that I breathe, I want to breathe nice, clean air, air that makes my body feel good. You, you know wanna, what I'm saying? You want to breathe in positive energy. You yes. don't want don't to be surrounded by the negative. So why would I entertain the company of someone that pollutes that energy, that pollutes my environment? I, I don't mm -hmm. want that. And yes, you have queen. to be very choosy about 
the the company that you keep and that goes for family that's no one no one gets a pass on that there's there are no exceptions and the older i get i just feel like it's even more important for me to make sure my little pisces fish tank is clean at all times like i don't have time for people just taking up space just to take up space covid helped me to understand that the same thing so Mm -hmm. we get along well Mm-hmm. you're you're a Pisces I'm a Taurus so like yeah. I I am the epitome of stubborn yeah bullheaded yeah I want it my way but at the same time I'm very I'm very collected to where okay I'm gonna hear you out I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to your side because mm-hmm. I want to understand as much as I am stubborn I am understanding yeah so I want to understand your side. I don't want to be in an argument with you. I, I'm stubborn because I'm going to hold my side of it because mm-hmm. I truly believe in my side. And the only reason I believe in my side is because of knowledge, of prior experience, of right. being able to read people, you know, mm-hmm. and the vibes that people let off. Yeah. And if at then, you know, I am the way I am with you, that is it's, how do I say it? You, you choose how I react to you, mm-hmm. you know? And when there have been instances where I've met people, I've even had instances where, you know, toxicity doesn't just range to friends or people it could go to family you know there have been moments where I I I tell my I tell my sister who I am super close with yes I you know her I've I talk about her all the time yes sister Mm -hmm. and recently she has been a little down on her luck and I want to be I want to be that support for her because of course that is my other lifeline right but there was a moment where she she was emotional she just had a very tough day she felt down you know she the kicks kept on coming at that moment and at at that moment she she admitted defeat and here I am trying to console her but at the same time I have allowed myself to heal so much that I don't allow other people's energies to offend or aggravate mine you know what I mean 100% so while we were talking I could not help myself unfortunately for her than to say like, man, like stop being so negative. Like you need to see a positive in this. Like, you know, like I understand this is how you're feeling, but you need to find a silver lining. You need to understand that this isn't just dark clouds. Like there is some light. You just, Mm -hmm. you need to allow yourself a positive mindset. She hung up on me, you know, (laughs) like any sister who is upset and just wanted to be consoled would. But at that moment, I wasn't trying to console her heart, I was trying to console her energy. You know, I wanted her to understand at that moment, like you, your body, your aura, 
does not need to be black or gray. You need to allow light. You need to allow cleansing and allow that positive. In and I know it sounds super silly, but you need to allow that energy to come through to allow yourself a better thought process. It's not silly it, it, because at the end of the day, like just taking a break from whatever situation is causing you this stress or this grief or this anxiety, taking a moment to have a few deep breaths if you don't want to meditate. If you are about meditating, meditation heals. That's why mm -hmm. you hear so many people talking about it. It's not, you know, hippie goop. It's a real thing. And no, so like you were trying to just get her to come outside of herself, you know, and, and when people have the power to do that, they find solutions to problems. They find um, better ways to cope with their emotions because we don't always want to be dumped on by other people. And when you, you know, when you are going through your own journey and your own problems and your own stresses and, and you're trying to get to your own state of, of mental peace and you have people, you know, coming and dumping on you, does that help you? No, it it's doesn't. Just, it's mentally exhausting. It's very I, exhausting. I, so. I love, I love the people who are close to my heart and near and dear to me, but at the same time, I've worked so hard to rebuild and self-heal that my energy is very important to me, mm -hmm. you know? So if I feel bewildered by something or off in any way, like I am going to retreat because yeah. I've learned that my energy is very important to me, you know? Yeah. You have to protect your peace because you are responsible for that. No one else is, right? No one's going to care what you're feeling inside. They just want to vent to you. They're just coming to dump on you. They have problems of their own and you've got to listen to them. No, you have to create healthy boundaries in your relationships. And it's important for you to know what you can take and what you can't take when you've reached your point of like, okay, people, I love you. I'm tapped out. I need some me time. I need to go and get myself together so that I can be there for you. But right now I can't take any more on. You owe it to yourself, you know, to, to be responsible in that aspect, because what's going to happen if your sister is coming to you to vent, or, you know, she just needs someone to talk to, and then you blow up on her because she's dumping on you and you're not mentally or emotionally able to handle that at this moment. Right. Exactly. But how will she know? You have to set those boundaries. Like you have to be aware of your emotional and mental state and just the environment that you're in so that you can, you know, either be there for others or tell them, I can't right now. I can't do this right now. So, you know what I always refer back to and I feel, and this is why I feel like, you know, and it's not that I'm trying to hype you up or whatever, but I give you so much praise for it because you entered, even though it was professionally mm -hmm. and we got to know each other, that personal level, mm -hmm. you entered my life in a moment where I was very unsure of myself. And you helped me. I, you, you know, you remember I called you my, my free therapist, Yeah, <laughs> you know, cause I was able to go to you and yes, I would exhaust. I would, I would dump my issues to you, but you were so strong. Like your, your whole, and I say aura again, and your whole energy was so positive that it never unbalanced you. Right. You, know, you you remember that you have, I'm sure you've seen that gif of like Shaq going like, ah, 
oh, like yeah. kicking things away. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that was you. Like, I'm yeah. going to help you, but <laughs> your drama ain't coming with you. Like, you yeah. know, and the one thing that you helped me with personally was I'm going to listen to your issues, but I'm going to help you to help hear your help heal yourself. Yeah. You know, and I guess in that time where my sister called me and I was giving her a little bit of tough love, I think about you and me. And mm-hmm. I think where it wasn't that you were doing it out of spite or disrespect, but you were helping me to be a stronger woman. Yeah. You were a woman supporting a woman mentally, you mm-hmm. know, and I guess that is what I've always taken with me. So at that moment, I wasn't trying to break her down. I wasn't trying to say, Hey, I'm not willing to listen to your problems. I want to listen to your problems, but I want you to out of your three or one or, you know, two to four problems. I want you to find one or two positives out of that, you know, so that way you can also understand this is not rock bottom. You have not hit your lowest. You were just, you merely found a shoot, then a ladder. You know, you need to just climb your way back up. Exactly. And that, you know what, I'm glad that, you know, our interactions allowed you to take something that you can apply to yourself and to other people, because that's what Mm -hmm. it's all about. Right. Like I was taught that I I was taught that. And so I do, I, you know, my husband always says every problem has a solution Mm -hmm. and it's such a basic saying, right. But he says it so much that it's like become his phrase. Like I've heard that since I was a kid, (laughs) every problem has a solution, but the way he says it, he says it like, so matter of factly, like there is no other way to interpret whatever situation that you're going through, but that every problem has a solution. So what does that mean? Like there is no choice, but to push on find a solution and, you know, get back to feeling good, get back to feeling like yourself. And the fact of the matter is sometimes we just need some help getting out of our own way. And if you can be that for your sister, then hopefully she can be that for the next person. It's a, a learned habit, right? Like mindfulness and being aware of, of your energy, being aware of what you're putting on to someone else, does it feel good? You know, does it feel bad? Is it heavy? You know, like being aware of your energy and, and how it's making you feel before you go dump it on someone else. And just knowing like you knew whatever you had to come to me with, I could handle it. If you didn't think I could handle it, you wouldn't have come to me. Mm-hmm. But I also had to do the work to make sure that I was mentally available to the people that I care about, the people around me, right? Like that's a, it's, that's a job in itself. You work on it every day. Like every day I have to make sure that I'm setting up an environment for me to protect my peace because I am the type of person that, you know, I'm always going to be there for anyone. I don't care. Like, girl, I have had grown men in the club crying. God is my witness. No lie on multiple occasions talking about some just some deep why are we doing this like I came to drink and dance but you know what <laughs> this is happening for a reason right I came to do like, some hot girl shit <laughs> yeah right but instead we're, we're over here 
you're telling me about, you know, some issues that you've got going on and I'm here to listen, right? But at the end of the day, like even for someone like myself that feel, I feel complete when I can do that for someone. Like that makes me feel good. I take pride in being able to just shut up and listen to someone talk and then hopefully help find a solution. Um, but at the end of the day, it can get very draining and it can get very exhausting when everyone around you is dumping on you. It's like, who am I going to dump on? Right? Like, who do I have? So for anyone in that, for anyone in that situation, you have to be aware of your energy and how you are feeling before you go dump on someone or you let someone come and dump on you because what's going to happen a beautiful situation that could go very well may not go so well just because we are not being responsible for our own energy agreed agreed and it's hard it is hard it's so necessary and it's really only hard in the beginning, I feel like. You know, once you get used to sense, like being aware of, of how you feel and what's going on with you and just having conversations, like I talk to myself all day, every day. Yeah. Like I'm always checking in with myself, you know what I'm saying? And so that allows me to be able to be what everybody else needs me to be. No, be exactly. It, you know, when you give yourself those moments of self-care and self rehealing and rejuvenating, you know, those moments where I'm extremely burnt out, I've helped my friends. I've helped my family, not necessarily, you know, physically, but like mentally, that's my family. <laughs> um, you know, when I've gotten to that point, I know I need to retreat my energy. I know I need to recharge and Yes. I'm only glad that chef and everybody and my village is able to help me when it comes to, you know, bad girl jewelry, but I am able to reheal and re and rest, you know, and just get it back. Yeah. And, and what you said is so important recharging, like we cannot continue burning ourselves out. We cannot mm -hmm. continue running on E because honestly, Gabby, I feel like when you look around at the world and you see so many grumpy faces and you see so many disheveled and just angry people, they need to recharge. Thank they, you. They, they need to take a chill pill. They need to sit down. They need to get to know themselves. They need to fall in love with themselves. They've got so many issues that are being ignored and being, and they're just pushing on and they need to take, they need to recharge. Like we, we have got to connect with ourselves. Because like I said, like you're responsible for the energy that you're putting out into the world. Like we have to heal ourselves. We it have is to so glad. I'm so glad you said it like that because you know, me naturally, I'm a helper. I want to heal people. I want to help in any way, shape or form that I possibly can. But the one thing I've had to learn while fixing myself and wanting to help others is that you can't, you can help them, but you can't heal them. Yes. You know, the personal responsibility, that accountability is required in your own healing. 100%. Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is for me. I, I hate it about myself. I'm still trying to get over it. I'm the type of person that is like, if I see someone, I see their potential and I know what they're capable of and I know what they can do if 
only they did this or if only they thought like this and it ends up you know i end up just pouring 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 into them and they're they have no desire to change they have no desire to to do better to be better and i am only hurting myself Mm-hmm. And of course, the people around me that have to listen to me, you know, go on and complain and, and just be so frustrated about whoever I'm pouring into that just simply is they're not there. Like you said, like they do not have yeah. what it takes to do better. Like you cannot force anything on nope. any ever at all. You and can only inspire or aid in, in, in helping someone that is ready. Exactly. And I've had to allow myself to remove that toxicity before mm-hmm. I've had to tell myself, you know, this isn't what you need. Yeah. This isn't for you. You know, don't think this is something you did, but this isn't what your energy needs. This isn't what you need at this moment. You need to make an exit. Mm-hmm. There is, especially with COVID, there were several people who I fell out of touch with, not necessarily because of one thing or another, but because I could not give more of my energy to them because I had no more to give. Yeah. And I realized I was like, you know what? I need to retreat. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, take a, a you time out. <laughs> a, a me time out. Exactly. <laughs> it's, but those are needed every they now are, and then. They are literally a necessary part of life. And right now more than ever. Like we are literally in, in, in living in a life that we could have never predicted for ourselves. Exactly. In 2019, we didn't see that coming. Nope. We had no idea. The beginning of 2020, we had no idea, right? So mm-hmm. you, when you get thrown things, you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to adjust. And that's where, you know, being aware of, of how you're feeling and just your energy and, and, and did you used to be a very happy person and now you're walking around like, is your cup half empty or half full, right? Like, exactly. It's all about the mindset and the, yeah, I choose, you know, this glass could be technically half empty. Sure. But I'm going to see it as half full because it's how you view things. It's how you choose to, you can either say that this is half empty and you're almost done and you're not going to have any more or no, I still have, I still have half of it left. I'm good. Right. Cause either way you're right right? Like no matter how you choose to see it, you're right. Cause that's how you're seeing it. No one's going to tell you that you're wrong. You're seeing it half empty or half full and you're absolutely right either way. But how does that make you feel? How does it make you feel? That that's what it comes down to is like the choices that we make, you know, the mindsets that we choose to live in. Great. How do you feel? How do you, are you happy? Are the people around you happy? Do they love you? (laughs) Like, do you love yourself? right? Like, (laughs) come on. Have you ever been in a moment where you found yourself being on like the disrespectful end? Like you didn't catch yourself hurting somebody? Oh God. Yes. I, girl, (laughs) you know me. (laughs) I I know that I come off very blunt I'm very brutally honest. I know that 
I want to talk to people how I want to talk to people, right? Yes. But that is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Because at the end of the day, it shouldn't be. No. In a perfect world, I would be able to say whatever I wanted to say to someone and they could take it how they could take it. But if you want to have good, healthy, functioning relationships, <laughs> you got to be able to speak the truth. You, you do. You have to be able to speak the truth, but you have to know your audience. So we all have different levels of sensitivity. We all have had different life experiences. So why should I expect every person in my life to be able to take one statement the same way? You know what I'm saying? And so I've had to learn how to, which is incredibly hard for me actually, to soften, you know, choose my words differently um, depending uh, on who they are going to. And so, yes, I have definitely found myself in situations where the people that I love, I have hurt um, accidentally, completely unintentionally. And when they tell me these things, it, it literally breaks my heart because it's not my intention to ever make anyone feel less than amazing, right? <laughs> but sometimes I might say something with a dagger instead of, you know, that soft cushion that that person might have needed to get the message that I'm trying to give to them. And so I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, I, I struggle with that because in my mind, I respect real honesty. Like, I don't want anyone to lie to me. I don't like sugarcoating. If I ask you a question, me personally speaking for myself only, if I ask you a question, it's because mentally I'm already ready for whatever your answer is. I'm not going to ask you something that I'm not mentally ready to handle, right? I'm not going to go ask Chuck, are you cheating on me? <laughs> yeah. If I'm not ready for him to say yes, no, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so I just expect everyone else to be like that so that I could just say, you know what? you aren't blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, whatever it is that I want to say. And in reality, a lot of people are not like that. They, they like to think they can handle the truth until it is brought to their attention and it hurts. Sometimes the truth does hurt. So that's something chef and I had to learn. We had to learn how to talk to each other, especially yeah. when working through things, mm -hmm. you know, it's funny to say, but you would think that the hardest energy and vibe to read would be other people no it's your partner mm -hmm. because that is the person you ultimately want to spend the rest of your life with or are going to spend the rest of your life with and if you cannot read that vibe or that energy at one moment when it's really needed like it can present a heap of issues oh yeah you what know and that's where we've had to learn each other and understand and it's like I tell him sometimes you just have to read my you just have to read the room like read my face like I'm so yeah. honest with you that everything is going to show on here oh yeah you know and <laughs> hubby knows when he walks in that room okay when yeah. the air is feeling so thick he done did something wrong because mm -hmm. when he walks in that room and he's done everything right, the air is feeling different, right? Like, he yes, knows. exactly. They know. They, they know. know. But they're being they, silly. They, they're they being childish. Yeah, they try. <laughs> they choose to not be aware. 
of the environment and the things, but you're right. Like when you're dealing with lifelong relationships or relationships that you hope to have, you know, that sort of outcome, you have to be able to like those, those are your most challenging relationships because they force you to really take a good look at yourself because you're so busy pointing fingers at the other person, right? Exactly. But we are, none of us are without flaws. None of us are perfect, nor will we ever be. So it, those type of relationships are really good friendships. They really force you to get uncomfortable, to be the best person that you can be for yourself and for them. I call chef my mirror because as much as I want him to be a better version of him for himself, he only does the same and reciprocates the same energy to me. So I've always, now, now, we have this way of being with each other, you know, especially working through as many issues as we have. We're, we're coming up on three years together, you know, and that in its own self, trying to battle the COVID era was just a lot. And I'm glad that we're able to be where we're at now, but there were, there were moments where it's like, we both have to work at this. We, we both have to try. We both have to give and take. There's, there is moments of sacrifice and being able to read each other and understand each other to become stronger in the end. Exactly. 100%. And, and it takes a lot of work. It takes a oh, lot of emotional moments. <laughs> a lot of emotional moments asking yourself, what am I doing? Is it worth it? Why am I doing this? Yes. There, there was a, a ton of emotional ass kicks. Trust. Yes. yes. And the answer is yes. It is always worth it because not for your situation, but for anyone that might be listening, sometimes you might be, you know, forced to look at yourself while you're in a relationship with someone and that might not be your forever person. But that does not mean that lesson that you're learning with them is invalid and not Thank necessary you. for you to be learning in that moment. Everything is a learning lesson. It's just exactly. up to you, the energy you choose to take and have associated with it. Exactly. I turn every, even though there might be a lot of negative factors within an experience, it's all a positive experience because you know mm -hmm. what? It takes me to where I am today and it Honestly. makes me that much of a better person. 100%, 100%. I couldn't agree more. Um, we are all capable of cultivating the life that we want and living in the state of whatever it is that you desire. Like that falls on us. It's not impossible. I can truly say when I look around, um, I enjoy my peaceful life that I have worked very hard to cultivate. It was not always like this. Um, and I, as I've gotten older, I value, you know, peace and quiet. My recharge time, I take it very seriously. Like I am a social person mm -hmm. to an extent, but I always feel so drained after social interactions. Um, normally probably because they're always so deep like they're very rarely so just frivolous or you know super casual like there's always something to get into and so i walk away from those those moments and i'm i do i feel so just like tired exhausted like i can't wait to get home my happy place you know and recharge 
and get ready for the next day. Like we, we have to do the work, you know, to, to cultivate the life that we want. And that all goes into being very aware of, of how we're feeling and, and what is going on inside of us, you know? I don't think there is any better way to agree. And I think with that, I, I also don't think there's a better way to close out the segment, ma'am. Yeah. I think that we were able to touch on it and I only hope that the listeners, you know, take a little bit of our experience and our knowledge, at least with it and understand that we only want what's best for people. And we want people to also want what's best for themselves. Absolutely. Miss Star, Star, do you have anything to leave the viewers with this evening? Yeah, sure. You know, I know adulting is hard. Life is hard. (laughs) Sometimes we get dealt some very hard hands. And at the end of the day, we can do it. Like there's nothing that we can't get through. There's nothing that is too great of a challenge for us. Um, but I just challenge anyone that's listening to, to make sure you check in with yourself Yeah. every day, multiple times a day, and just try to be aware of your energy, how you are feeling and what you're projecting on to the world around you. That's walking down the street. That's at work. That's in your relationships. Like what? what is the vibe that you give off to people? How do people perceive you? And I know a lot of people might think I don't care, but you should because we're all in this together, right? So we we can't do it without each other. Exactly. I feel if everybody were just to understand that maybe we didn't need to be as selfish as sometimes we don't really realize that we are sometimes, Mm -hmm. the world would be a little bit better of a a place. I agree. I agree. Star. (laughs) Star, I could not have thanked you enough for coming on today and just sharing a a huge bit of your wisdom. I look forward to having you again and definitely look out for your snail mail because you know me extra AF. (laughs) And for the viewers, if you are interested in wanting to be a guest, feel free to email me at Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y at shitmyroommatesays.com. We are also discoverable and live now through our website, www.shitmyroommatesays.com. If you're interested in wanting to listen to us, we are streaming now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher, TuneIn, you name it, we're probably on it. Currently waiting for iHeartRadio and Pandora. Hopefully, hopefully, keep your fingers crossed. Miss Star, it was wonderful having you. You are such a strong, such a strong just vibe <laughs> in your own queen. And thank you. thank you for coming on today. I hope to have you soon. And thank you for being such a su- big supporter. And you yes. have a wonderful evening, ma'am. You love. Bye. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed today's topic and guests, just stay tuned and subscribe. 